Hello and welcome to a Talking About What Reviews After Brews. What's the new name? And we're going to start we're calling, calling it that, yeah. Our reviews. Because we're always drinking anyway, why not make it a joke? Anyway, go ahead, I'm going to take a drink. All right, tonight we are reviewing Star Trek. Wait, 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 who are you? Ah, oh, fuck. You forgot to oh, shit. introduce the cast, Izzy. I have no identity. I give, I give you this one I chance. I have no identity. I, I gave you a ch- you you could you can even name me. You can name me for this episode. I feel like people know who we are. Okay, <laughs> they don't. No one All fucking right. knows who we are. <laughs> All right, today we have our host Cody and me, Izzy, his faithful co-host. And tonight we are reviewing. And you can call me Captain. And 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 tonight, me and Captain are reviewing Star yes. Trek Beyond. All right. So Star Trek Beyond is the latest movie in the rebooted Star Trek uh, film series that has kind of its own timeline that uh, interacts with the Star Trek uh, TV show timeline. Would, would that be um, a reboot or would that be like just an alternate universe? It is a reboot and their excuse for rebooting it without shitting on everything else was to use an alternate timeline. Okay. Uh, it was rebooted by J.J. Abrams, who yeah. made Star Trek in 2009 and Star Trek Into Darkness in 2013. Uh, and this movie, though, is directed by Justin Lin, director of Fast and the Furious 4, 5, and 6, uh, as well as a couple of other, um, honestly, unimpressive movies. But um, let's talk about this movie. Um, really, the the overall plot here is uh, Kirk, Captain Kirk, is having uh, a bit of an identity crisis. Um, He spent kind of his entire life trying to live up to this image of his father as this great captain, Um, and now he's older than his father was when he died. And he's really trying to grapple with that and trying to make sure he's establishing himself as his own person in addition to trying to live up to his father. Um, Shortly after the beginning of this movie... They wind up uh, going to try to rescue a lost crew, uh, and they get um, they kind of get torn to fucking pieces. Basically, um, shit goes down, and they're stuck on a planet. They're stranded on this crazy planet. So um, that's that's the the gist of it. Uh, we're not going to spoil the ending or any of the major things that happen. We're just going to talk about how we felt about it and and things like that. So. Uh, Izzy, tell me what you knew about Star Trek Beyond before you went in and kind of your relationship with Star Trek. Because I don't think we've actually talked about Star Trek on the cast before. No, we've definitely talked about Star Wars, but not Star Trek. Um, And granted, this is about halfway in between, but, you know. Yeah. So, obviously, I know what I know what Star Trek is. You know, there's all these lines and all these characters that are so damn famous, like, across the years that just seeing seeing the little, little symbol or, I guess it'd be... You know what it is as soon as you see it. I mean, it's very universal, yes. And definitely. And that's actually a pretty cool thing. So I remember a long time ago I watched the first Star Trek movie, and I was like, you know, that wasn't that bad. The I'll first reboot, right? First reboot, okay. yeah. Because, like, I mean, there's a fuck ton of other Star Trek movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was um, like... L- let's just say, for the context of this, um, when we say the first Star Trek movie, the second Star Trek movie, we're talking about Star Trek 2009 and Star Trek Into Darkness... If we are going to refer to any of the TV shows or the prior movies, we will specifically name which one we're referring I, to. I probably won't because I haven't seen any anything then, of the old Then ones. I will do that and we'll assume that anytime you say Star Trek or Star Trek 2, you're talking about... Yeah, I'm talking about the new... I'm yeah. talking about JJ. 
So then I remember going like, you know, this movie's this movie's pretty good. Like yeah, I liked it. Was it. Good. Like, it was good, fun movie. It's a lot of lens flare or camera. <sighs> we'll get there. We'll get, we'll, we'll get there. And then I remember, um, I forgot I forgot who I watched it with. I know it wasn't like Chris or Richard. Or maybe it was Richard. But uh, I watched the second one, um, Into Darkness. And I remember going out of that movie going, fuck, that was good. Yeah. That, I dude, liked Into it. Darkness was great. And Inner Darkness was so great that I told myself, like, I, I was looking for, like, the Star Trek Blu-rays. And I, I wanted to see the old shows. Like, it made me want to go into the lore. Like, it made me want to fucking watch the series. It is on Netflix. It is on Netflix? Yep. Oh, might, it might be the done. entire series is on Netflix. So is uh, so is The Next Generation, which is also great. You know, and that that's how good Star Trek Inner Darkness was. And I remember, I remember actually, like, leaving the theater. And for a couple of days, I was like, that's a good movie. Fuck. Like, I want to see you again. Yeah. And... And I, I knew base basic stuff about it, so I went into Beyond. I I guess I knew the basic premise because the trailer kind of gives that premise away. Like yep. what we just said, they're stranded on a planet. Yeah, everything that's we talked I, about is in the trailer, and that's all I really knew. And I guess the other thing I knew that kind of had a kind of messed with my expectations was J.J. Abrams was not making the third one because he wanted to do Star Wars, which is uh it was a good just fair of him. Just fair, yeah. He he always wanted to make a Star Wars movie. He always wanted to be a wizard. No, but uh, by God, did he make a Star Wars movie? He did, and I was like, okay, well, who's taking over? And I was like, oh, this guy, uh, what did he make? And I was like, well, and you're like, oh shit, I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie, so I don't know what to expect. They're not. This is way better than any of the Fast and the Furious movies. Okay, way I'll, better. I'll take your word for it. Um, so you know what? I I didn't like. I expected something good because of what JJ left. But at the same time, I was kind of scared because I was like, "I Fast and the Furious was never something that appealed to me. Therefore, I never watched them. I don't. I can't even. I I don't know car models or anything. So I'm. I don't even. Just maybe that's not an excuse for not watching Fast and the Furious. But cars just don't appeal to me. You know, it's never. Been uh, a thing. they're There's, not. The first three were car movies. They're not car movies that's, anymore. I remember when those first came out, and it was all about cars and kids they're were like, "Not about cars. At not all. anymore. Is it like bank heist and shit now?" It's just like stupid action. It's just big, dumb, retarded action. And then I probably won't be seeing them anytime yeah. soon. They're, 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 they're. Like, I mean, <sighs> if we get bad. to the point, if we get to the point where like. There's a lot of driving, but it's not about the cars. If we ever get to a point where our viewers are big enough to say, hey, I want to force Izzy and torture him and make him watch those movies, I'll go like, well, fuck, I'll do hey, it. I mean, they can, they can tell us to watch whatever garbage they want us to watch. I'll, we'll watch it. I'll do it. I mean,. Hey, so I'm, I'm happy. Someone Look, like, we watched Entrails of a Virgin because Will told us that it was funny. And, <sighs> look, Entrails. I know that that was brutal, but he did tell us how bad it was. And we watched it, and it was very accurate. But anyway, right, so... Let's get uh, on track again. So, growing up, uh, I never really had cable TV or anything, but on uh, PBS, late night, they would show the original Star Trek series, reruns of it. it was and PBS? I, would, I think it was PBS. Like PBS Kids, or...? Well, not PBS Kids, but I only knew PBS Kids, so I didn't know that. It's the public broadcast station. That's what, like, 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 uh, Bob, I almost said Rick Ross, Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I like Bob Ross, <laughs> Rick Ross painting. <laughs> God damn it. I, I didn't know it. I wanted that until right now. Oh, my God. We're <laughs> a Rick Ross painting show. Anyway, um, I, I believe it was late night PBS, uh, but I would always try to, try to stay up late enough to watch uh, Star Trek because I always thought it was really cool. I was never, I'm definitely not a Trekkie. I never like followed it and got into the lore or anything. I just always thought it was a really cool show. Uh, so when it came out in 2009, 
Uh, I was really stoked to go see it. I loved the movie. Saw it a bunch of times. Uh, same thing with Into Darkness. Uh, I watched it like over and over again. Um, and I, I, you know, I think they're both really good. Um, you know, they're not amazing, like world-bending movies, um, but they're both they're both good as a good kind of uh, new leg for Star Trek. Um, you know, it, Star Trek was never supposed to be about the action. But I think that's necessary to bring it into the modern age uh, and make it into a film series. I think the action was, I think the action is good. Um, but let's uh, uh, let's talk about Star Trek Beyond. So Star Trek Beyond, the beginning of this movie, really uh, makes it its purpose to destroy everything. Um, there's some things about the characters and there's, uh, there's, there's hints that, um, the crew is going to be basically separating and, uh, everybody kind of has their own motives. The ship is, uh, effectively destroyed and really everything is just stripped all the way down to the characters. And the movie is really about how these characters are able to work together and how they care about each other and the way that they're able to, Work to, as a team. To work as a team and handle this insane situation. It sounds kind of cheesy the way I'm saying it, um, but it's really good. It's these characters that a lot of people have grown up with, and we've seen for these movies, and we've seen for all of those episodes, and um, it's it's really cool the way they put them in this, this situation. It's these new versions of these old characters. Um, I really liked it. I, I, thought, I thought that uh, thought that overall the way that uh, that was handled was uh, was really good. What was What's your kind of baseline impression for this movie all right um i i do want to say like off the bat i was kind of like well that wasn't as good as the last one you know i think i agree like but i think in a world where we're getting like a bunch of like big action hollywood films and stuff this is definitely not the worst i've seen so uh this seemed to me like a Simon Pegg movie that had some random action movie guy directing it. I could see that. A lot of the jokes, a lot of the lines, a lot of things about this movie seemed very Simon Pegg. And that's definitely a good thing. Like, definitely. I love oh, Simon Pegg. Course. And he's clearly a brilliant writer. I mean, let's look at his work with Edgar Wright. Yeah. He's clearly brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really seemed like, like a Simon Pegg movie... That also had that oh, that one dude that did those action movies with the cars, kind of directing it. Um, there was a big scene with a motorcycle. So yeah, the direction. So let's talk a little bit about the direction, uh, and like the cinematography and things like that. The direction was very basic. No, I think at, when when we left the theater, I was I was asking you like, was there anything that like any scenes or shots that stood out to you that like. Like you know that like you think will stick with you for a long time or anything like so that. So for me, there was one. Uh, there's one where in there were they're in the damaged um, Enterprise, um, and they're they're running from uh, they're, they're they're running to somewhere and they're running from these these bad guys that are there's more of them and they're better armed and they're trying to run away from them, mm-hmm. and they're running and they run past the camera and the camera stops and pulls back and looks at the bad guys and the bad guys are running to follow them, and the camera pulls back backs out of uh, of the Enterprise, yeah. scoops around to kind of show some of the wreckage, and then okay. drops back into the Enterprise 
and drops in behind them and then loops around to show them coming up to where they're trying to get to. Okay, I remember what you're talking about. Um, that shot I thought was brilliant. Uh, and there was, an, was there, there was cool. there was a number of shots that had that kind of uh, kind of leave one area and loop around and go over and it kind of one solid shot and they uh, it created a good sense of scale and kind of showed off a lot of the damage that was being caused. I thought that was really cool. Um, there was another shot where the camera was basically mounted to like the neck of the Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, and it was like shot out of this space station. And mm-hmm. so the Enterprise is not moving, but the space station is moving and pops into the background uh, in, in the end of that shot. I thought that shot was also brilliant. Um, there was a couple that made me cringe super oh, hard. Super action scene, like that yeah, like, like they were ripped straight out of Fast and the Furious. Like super unnecessary. Like, uh, like Scotty was in this, like, Scotty's in a thing, and then it like crash lands. And he like goes to get out of it, and it's teetering over a cliff. So he runs to the end of it and jumps off of it right as the right as it's falling off the cliff. And then he reaches out for the edge and misses. And then the camera sits there and like, oh my god, Scotty fell. They just killed off Scotty. Obviously, they didn't fucking kill off Scotty. I honestly. And then think he like grabbed onto some vines that were down there, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, it's so played out. I think if I think if he just would have landed normally and would have gotten out and gone like looking around. And said, yeah, Holy if he shit. just landed on the edge instead of missing the edge. It, it would have been fine. Not even on the edge. I mean, he didn't even have to be near a fucking cliff. Like, if it was just him getting out and going like, oh, shit, where am oh, I? Oh, yeah, that would have been fine. That would have worked. But I think because of that stupid, like, cliched, oh, my Jump. God. Oh, reach was, out for the edge. That took me out of it. I was like, please don't. <laughs> I was like, don't yeah, do that. Yeah, it was, it was not the best. Uh, there's another one where, like, one character's on a motorcycle and the other one's like in a fight and then they need to like jump and touch each other so they can uh they can um they can beam together until it like he jumps the motorcycle off a jump and reaches out and the other person jumps off a building and they reach out in midair and grab each other in midair and collide right as the as the fucking teleporter puts them into the ship and you're just like god damn it we all knew that was gonna happen can't you just have it work in a, in a reasonable way. How, how fucked up do you think if it didn't work? <laughs> like, <laughs> like the other character just dies. He's like, been, oh god, no! It's so fucked. <laughs> oh god, there was one more. There was one more that. Oh, there's a uh, the ship going over. I think. Uh, so everyone knows the the shot where the ship falls off a cliff, and then you're like, oh my god, literally every main character just died. Right? With half an hour left in the movie, right? And then the ship roars up from the cliff. They do that so much. And the much camera stays there. They did that again. They did that twice. They did that twice in Into Darkness. And it wasn't nearly as offensive when they did that in, in Into Darkness. It wasn't nearly as blatant. Maybe. Uh, they definitely did that in this movie, though. Maybe it's the. Maybe it's like an experience thing, like in a theater. Maybe it has to do with the sound and it feels like, cool whoa. or something. Like, it's cool looking, but damn, it's played out. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't want to really yeah, rip on the movie yeah. too much. Um, I think I like the characters. I like, I like the, the characters. characters a lot. Um, that's, that's for me, like chemistry and like just them talking to each other. I like that better than the action sequences. I, I like I these characters, agree. and I would have, I would have loved to see more of that and yep, then talking about agree. them. Kirk, uh, the, Kirk seems very, very human, very real. Um, I really like Kirk a lot. Um, I think they also like. Uh, Zachary Quinto or Quinto or whatever, um, he plays a really good Spock. He does a really good job of, of being kind of the the cold Vulcan while also having his half human side kind of. 
I, I love I love this guy in both the other movies. He's great. Uh, Carl Urban, too. man, Carl Urban has bones. I love Carl Urban. Was he Duck? He's a Duck. Yeah. Good, because I'm not good with faces. I love Carl Urban. He Zoe was, Saldana as Ahura was good, although her part in this movie was a little smaller than the last ones. Uh, Simon Pegg as Scotty is always brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cho as Sulu was really good. Um, it's funny how he went from Harold and Kumar to this. <laughs> you know what's really sad, and um, I don't know. If, I don't think we've mentioned this on the show. So Anton Yelchin, the actor who played um, who played Enston Chekhov, uh, died a couple of weeks ago. Um, and this dude, it was just an amazing actor. Uh, he's 27 years old when he died. Just a horribly sad. Um, he may have been my favorite part of this movie. He just brought so much life to that character and was just funny and energetic and just absolutely wonderful. And in the last two movies, he's also had a, a pretty significant part, but... He was he was way more front and center in this movie. He was he with really Kurt the had, whole time, right? Yeah, he was with Kurt the whole yeah, time. He was he, great. He was spectacular, and um, you know it makes me it makes me very sad. Um, and this is kind of selfish of me, um, but it makes me sad that we're not, we're not going to see him anymore um, be, because he's he's really great. Um, I, I really like that they put the uh, the tribute for him um, in the end. You know, very. Very short, very, um, very elegant. Just for Anton, uh, right before the credits. Um, it's 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 sad when anyone like goes really like I'm, especially especially someone like this. Twenty seven, right? Yeah, I man, Somebody, I was. Um, it's very odd, but a lot of people a lot of people pass away at that age. You know, there's a myth specifically twenty seven. The, there's a myth. The twenty seven club. Amy Winehouse. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Jesus, I'm a bunch of other people. Jimi Hendrix, this guy too. It's it's a God weird damn. number. That is a weird number. But it's but yeah, man. Um, yeah, because uh, I I, it, I loved him in this. Yeah, movie. he he, he was, was he was great. He's been absolutely spectacular in every movie I've seen. And um, you know, I'm really sad that we won't be seeing him again. Um, they've they've already said that uh, they're not going to kill off Chekhov. They're not going to recast Chekhov. Uh, they don't know. They said they don't know how they're going to handle it, but that that um, uh, that they will not be recasting him. My guess is uh, that and that he has th- a, like he he goes home or something. You know, like maybe he, he had a family. He either goes home or they reassign him to another ship. Um, but they they've said that they will um, that they will say something. They, they his character will be mentioned in the next movie to some degree. They just don't know how to handle the situation because it's obviously a horrible situation. Yeah. Uh, but you know it makes you really happy that they're being uh, very tasteful when yeah. when approaching that situation. I mean that reminds me, in in the movie actually, um, there was actually a really beautiful kind of uh, tribute to Leonard Nimoy. Uh, they mentioned in the movie that uh, Ambassador Spock, old Spock from the TV show timeline, had passed away, um, and movie Spock kind of deals with that a little bit. And um, you know it was really well done. Uh, it was very tasteful. They kind of touch on it in the early in the movie and a little bit in the end as well. Um, and I just thought that was really great the way that they, uh, uh, the way that they handled that. Now you're making me sad. Yeah, it, it's very sad. Um, whew, let's go through. Uh, let's go through the last couple names on this list. Um, Idris Elba as Crawl. Uh, he was good, man. He um, he was no Benedict Cumberbatch as as. Uh, God damn it! What Con? was his? What, no, not not Con. Wait, wasn't he con? 
Doctor Strange. No, he was. Damn it! What was his fucking name? Oh, okay, um, that I don't know. Y- yes, he was Khan, but he was uh, you, they, he had a different name for a while, Anderson or some shit. Um, yeah, he was no Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan, and and I get that people that were big fans of it hated that version of Khan, but as someone who's fairly unenfranchised, I, I thought Benedict was great. Uh, but Idris Elba as Crawl was really cool. Um, one of my favorite parts of this movie, like, kind of like the two things I liked the most were really Anton Yelchin's Chekhov and, uh, Sophia Butella's Jayla. She was actually pretty cool. She was I liked awesome. Her. Yeah, I liked she was, her a lot. she was really cool. Um, my, honestly, my biggest complaint, I mean, there was the played out scenes. I wanted so much more of her. Like, I, I really, I kind of expected there to be some sort of like, uh, either like romance or something like that between her and Kirk. Montgomery. Oh, I thought you were gonna do, because she was with like Montgomery the whole time. Yeah, with Scotty. Um, she was with Scotty quite a bit, but it it, it did seem like, it seemed like based on the trailers and everything, they were kind of setting that up, and I thought that that was kind of cool. Like, you know, we went from Kirk being kind of a a player in the previous movies to like, maybe having like an actual connection, and they did they did make a very good pair together like they they there was a lot of teamwork and everything but they didn't set that up at all and actually i'm i am fine with that i think it's good that they introduce a character naturally without forcing her to be a love interest and then maybe they can introduce that later in the other movies but uh because she will be in the other movies that's awesome but i thought she was great she was definitely cool like i I liked her i i'm down to see way more of her like in the next couple yeah it was was really good i do Um, want to i think like in the end when i think about this movie like my favorite things about this will definitely be the character, like the characters talking to each other, the characters definitely. having chemistry. I, in the end, like this is this is more of an action film, and maybe maybe it's because it was the Fast and the Furious guy, but I don't, I'm not too sure, you know. But yeah. uh, but I I, I want to see another, the next Star Trek. I want to see more characters interacting with each other because for me yeah, that was the heart of the film, like especially in this movie because it was all about like finding who you are kind of thing. At yeah. least for Kirk and like Spock, like where they belong, and this teamwork and like the the crew, you know, I was like, that's what I liked about it the most. That was when I was the, like, because I told you I had some parts where I was kind of like, eh, I was a bit bored. But whenever like there was a conversation between the characters, interactions, I was never bored. Those yeah, are my favorite I, parts. I agree. I and <laughs> dude, if uh, so, you've really never seen the original series. The casting in this this movie series is perfect. It, it works for like for the old actors too. They all look like the original cast. Nice. They sound like the original cast. They're able to act like the original cast. It is spectacular. I am down. Like to the, original. the only person who doesn't look anything like the original guy is Anton Yelchin, and that's fine because he's fucking amazing. And he's brought okay. Chekhov to. Uh, he plays a better Chekhov than the original Chekhov, hands down. Nice. Uh, or, you know, he played a better Chekhov. But uh, yeah, I'm, I thought the movie was really good. It's definitely an action movie. Um, it's not. It's not much of an exploration movie, like uh, you know, like kind of like the second one sorta was, and like um, the second one was so good. It was so good. Um, and yeah, it's 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 not much of an exploration movie. It's definitely like an uncharted territory thing. But it's really it's an action movie and it's a character movie. Um, and I thought it was great. I'm really excited for the future of the series and. Um, yeah, overall, I uh, I definitely recommend that uh, that you go see this movie, uh, whether you're a fan of Star Trek or not. 
I think if um, if you're a fan of action movies or sci-fi movies, I think this is definitely worth a watch. Um, you know, this isn't re this isn't rewriting the book, but it did rebuild the Enterprise. So, well, I like it. What do you think? I, as I said, like I remember eventually going like I really do want to watch the originals now. I think this this is a good way to bring Star Trek to like the newer generation. It was it wasn't something I grew up with, but I kind of wish it was. Like sometimes. Yeah, um, I see that. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I, I, I think if I were to score it, it, it's not as good as Into Darkness. I think it might be closer to the first movie. Yeah, I'd put it about about where the first movie is. You know, it's very different. I miss the lens flare. That's yeah. something I was going to talk about. But that's JJ's. Um, you know, JJ like Abrams built this world with a very specific style, and Justin Lin seem to be avoiding that style entirely. He had... Yeah. Like, J.J. Abrams is very, very good at creating a sense of urgency and a sense of rush. And, and I mean, look at the first Star Wars trailer. Yeah. Like, he's very good at that. And Justin Lin did a pretty good job of that, but he they it really feels like... It almost feels like another reboot. That's how different it is from J.J. Abrams' version. It's clearly the same characters, but the style is very different. Because yeah, um, it definitely doesn't feel like the first two movies. Yeah, it's much less stylized. It it, it is more, uh, it's more vanilla than uh, than the other ones, and that's not necessarily a problem because I mm-hmm. think there was too much lens flare. And I think Abrams got a little carried away with some but, things. But about you kind of missed it now, like. But I like, miss yeah. it. I love. Like, I I was never one to be like, oh, fucking lens flare everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. Like I I just it was cool. Like it 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 created this very specific look, and I love the look of J.J. Abrams' movies. I know he gets a lot of hate for his movies. His movies are very divisive, but I absolutely love J.J. Abrams. I love his movies. I love his style. Um, yeah, I had a I I, wa- I had a question yeah. like about right now. I was thinking about it because because to me like at this point like these these movies don't seem like they're gonna follow some huge storyline with a, a re- like an ending ending. It's like adventures. No, Star right? Trek doesn't do that at it's all. It's definitely adventures, and this means that a bunch of directors can direct different Star Trek oh, movies. What about so Joss Whedon doing one? Like. I know you like Serenity, and that's kind of uh, space-like. Or, or just, I was thinking of what director would you want, like behind the chair? They're way, way too similar. Like Star Trek and and Firefly Serenity, they're too similar. We, nope. we couldn't have we couldn't have Joss Whedon do it. Ooh, what director would I want to do it? Because I mean, anyone can do them. Like if they keep making them adventures, shit, like that's this, tough. I was um, first thinking Guillermo del Toro because he'd make a cool like alien planets and shit. But I'm like I'm not sure. Like I know that would be a cool thing. I can't think of any like a uh, like a specific specific director. Who do you think would be perfect to make like a movie like this? Edgar Wright. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's almost great for anything. I mean, and I mean Simon Pegg is is heavily involved in this. I feel like. Perfect duo. Maybe Simon Pegg could get some Edgar Wright Star Trek action going on. That would... Oh, my God. I'd be so down. He would have to tone down his Edgar Wright style a little bit. It, has, it, it does because, you know, he's like... Edgar Wright He's like a grumpy. He's like, very... He's he's aggressive with his style. It's part of the humor, but... But he toned it down, yeah. It works really well. Ooh, God. I, 
I don't know what other directors I'd like to. I'd like to see do Star Trek movies. I mean, I was about to say, uh, um, I was about to say Ryan Johnson, but he's doing Star Wars. And then I was like, Christopher Nolan. I was like, I was like, they could get uh, Colin Trevorrow. And I'm like, no, he's fucking doing Star Wars. God damn it. Um, who did you say? I was think. Uh, what did you say? Uh, no, because I was thinking about space movies, and I thought Christopher Nolan because of Interstellar. But I think he would make something more serious. I don't think. He'd yeah. Make something more. Well, there, they'd also be getting some smaller directors to do uh, to do something like this. Uh, what about? Oh God, what's his name? What is his name? Um, Gareth Edwards. <laughs> now he's making a Star Wars. Another Star Wars director. <laughs> Everyone who made the Star Wars movies, they fucking stole all the. Stole them uh, George Miller. Why does that sound super familiar? Oh, fucking uh, Mad Max, Mad right? Max. Yeah. Actually, I could see that. I could see that. that could George be- Miller would be fucking awesome. I mean, sure, he did direct Mad Max, but he's really the director of... Uh, Happy Feet. Of no. Happy Feet. It's yeah. the true George Miller experience. Oh, wait, no, he was producer? No, I think he directed it. Yeah, I thought he did both. Yeah, he directed it. Okay, okay. nice. Because that's his best oh, film. Oh, dude, he made Babe Pig in the City? <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy made Babe Pig in the City? What ha- What happened? What happened? He this was guy res- just like... He made the original Mad Max. He came off it? of Beyond Thunderdome and was just like, you know what? I'm, I've been kind of a downer for a while. You know what it's time for? It's time for fucking Babe Pig in the City. That's fucking That's great. what it's time for. That's the sequel to Babe. That's not even the first Babe movie. <laughs> the first Babe oh, yeah. movie was just called Babe. Is this se- George Miller made the sequel to Babe? That doesn't make any sense. I'm getting angry right now. <laughs> um, it is fantastic. And, and the fact that I'm sitting here yelling about Babe, Pig in the City probably means we don't have much else to say. Uh, you got anything else? No, man. Like th- this was a good movie. I mean, as an action film, it was better than most action films I've seen come out of Hollywood for a while. As a Star Trek film, it doesn't feel like well the other two Star Trek films, but it doesn't it doesn't look like the other two Star Trek films. I I think in the end like Dan Trachtenberg. Why does that sound so Director of Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh shit. Right. Anyway, go ahead. Doesn't uh doesn't look like the other Star Trek movies. I mean like I think like I think in the long run, like if they're gonna be using different directors and they're gonna they know they have a pretty good franchise on their fucking hands right now. Oh yeah, they do. So I mean I think in the end, even though even though Star Trek Beyond like it's not it's not even it's not a bad movie by any means, it's probably gonna end up being the weakest link eventually like I, to me it's the weakest link out of a out of the three so far out of the three so far but it's still um, good i can for me. see that i i did think I, I do think it's great though um i i still had fun with it like again i liked it but well uh, again i'm throwing around the word great again i did think it was good though um but yeah if you have any suggestions any questions comments if you think we're idiots or geniuses for some reason and uh, you want to tell us why? Um, you can send us an email talking about whatcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us at TAWcast. Um, anyway, I, I think that is it, right? Yeah. All right. See you next time. Bye.